beautiful little girl named Charlotte. She is such a doll. Remember when you told me first you were you gonna have a baby, and I said this is gonna be the the most important thing that'll ever happen in your life, and and you were like it's gonna kill my life. But you know what? The day you had that little baby girl, it changed I never you. Said it was gonna kill my life. I well, just and so I just really enjoy riding. Mark um, um, Vukovic said the same thing. It was gonna kill their way of life but you know what there there comes a time when having a child especially somebody that's in tune with the business as charlotte is charlotte wants to go riding she Do, does ride a lot she is actually. amazing At four, she's riding her stasic and it's pretty cool because she was like can i ride my bike yep did always. you skip the 50 did you did, did no it's just a little it's like a strider yeah. but it's electric it's got a little electric engine on it and it's it's tunable you can it's on the lowest setting still she's still crashing into things but <laughs> she's funny you know it's whatever. she's a beautiful little girl everybody has that same story that has a kid that rides and you know do you, I just do you ever at, at any point between you and sarah your your beautiful uh wife is, is there a point where you ever say hey you know what sarah um or not sarah but charlotte needs a, a little playmate maybe a, a brother or sister maybe a dog you never never know <laughs> <laughs> you never know what you don't know. Anyway, hey, next guest waiting in the wings. We just had a great conversation, I think, with Thad Duvall. Josh Strang started the hour, but uh, waiting in the wings is Stuart Baylor. Tony, this is a guy that you absolutely love. Well, I don't want to. Well, you know, love is a big term. but Love is a strong word, but I really it? like Stu. I'm a big fan. <laughs> Let's put it that way. What's up, Stu? How are you? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. Stewie. Man, I tell you what, uh, four straight podium finishes in the Kenda National Enduro Series, currently sitting at the top spot of the standings. Um, does that put additional pressure on you, or is that something that, uh, you know, a lot of us put pressure on ourselves, right? But, uh, boy, there's a whole lot of folks gunning for you. Yeah, you know, I've, uh, the last three years, the National Enduros have been really good for me. Um, I think my worst finish is a fourth in the last three years. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, I, I, I still really enjoy the Enduros. I have, I have a really good time, um, racing the national Enduros. And, um, you know, the, the only thing that I would say I'm nervous about is having a bike issue or having, having something go wrong, um, you know, to throw it away. I think it, at this point, mentally, um, the point wise with five rounds remaining, I'm sitting in a place to where it would, it would take a really big screw up to throw it away. Um, not saying it's not possible. Obviously it's racing and, uh, and anything's possible. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. There's been so many times that things have happened and, you know, even to myself, I've been thrown out of a few championships because of bad luck here and there. And, uh, not, not necessarily bad luck. We're just in a high risk sport. Injuries happen, bike failures happen. So, um, no, I, I, I don't say, I don't think there's any pressure on it. I, I, I have more pressure at the GNCCs where I'm not doing as well, um, just because I want to do better there. So, um, the National Enduros, I just love throwing my helmet on, going and riding and having a good time. And, you know, looking forward, I, I look forward to every one of those weekends. Well, it's definitely a different, different terrain. And we would, we, uh, you know, I've raced a lot of GNCCs, and we were just talking to uh, Strang about it, and he was talking about 
how beat up the thing is after an ATV race the day before. And, and he's just, you know, he's like, we don't practice that stuff or he doesn't anyway, because by the time he'd get to a, you know, if he went and rode something that rough, by the time he got to the, to the race on the weekend, he'd be kind of over it. Um, so the, the national enduro though is, is a completely different gig. I mean, you guys, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's single track and it's not full of chop typically and, and that kind of thing. Um, it, it really impresses me though, that you guys, that when I was telling this to, to uh, Josh, what really impresses me that you can do so well at both of them. And I mean, I know that you are the self-proclaimed bad dude in the woods, but it uh, it's still it's really impressive. And and I don't know that that uh, some of your peers would be able to do some of the guys you're competing with in GNCC would be able to do that as well in the enduros. Would you agree with that, or or do you think I don't know what I'm talking about? It you know it, it it's just trying to find your feet there. There's a lot of guys who do really well there, um, and you know I think. I mean, I like I, I'm not I'm not one to talk about myself, uh, build myself up this way, but but I don't think there's many people that can compete in in all three disciplines the way that I did in years past um, with the National Enduros, Sprint Enduros, and GNCCs. Um, the only other person, you know, would obviously be Caleb, um, and Caleb's strong point is the is the GNCCs. He won a couple national enduros. He was very consistent, which is what's brought him all of his championships. And he was able to get that championship. Basically, same thing. You know, it's the it's the opposite end for me. I'm not as well in the GNCCs, but even still, you know, eight rounds done. My first, my worst race is the fourth there this year. So, still on top, I guess, uh, in the big picture. But it it's so different. Um, you know the National Enduro. You don't get to see the track. You don't. You have. You have no idea what's around the next bend. So it's all reaction time and just raw speed and talent when it comes down to it. The GNCC. I mean, it's a work week. Like you show up on Thursday to pedal the track Friday, Saturday. I mean, we're putting we're putting fifty, sixty miles down before the race starts. It feels like you know you're you're tired before the race starts, and you've also got to balance that as far as not being too tired on top of that you know it's it's, it's five times the prep i swear i mean oh. everything you do every meal that you eat every everything you do for gncc is now wait a minute uh, we just heard you're you, you drink you drink <laughs> miller light and your camelback and your sort of strength said i i i do i have a good time like i i'm not gonna lie i mean i see there's a there's a good I heard I heard an old man say once the bar. Yeah. Now, granted, I, I after leaving the bar, I, I never saw him again, and he could have been an alcoholic. But I <laughs> I heard an old man at the bar say, "As long as I get my damn work done, I can do whatever I want after that." So you know, as long as I get my work done through the week, I guess I can do whatever I want. Is at least that's the way that I try to. Live. When when is old? When does old happen? I mean, what what age is old to you? You know, I I actually I I just had this conversation too with uh with a guy with a guy that's turning sixty. He, he was turning sixty. He, he was turning sixty, and okay. he claimed he was old. And I said, "Well, I guess that sucks if that's the way you look at it." 
Well, here's the deal. My my old the only mentor. Way you get old, the only way you get old is when you allow yourself to get old. My my mentor was 104 when he died, and he was father of PR. And he said that there are five ages of man, the least important of which is chronological. I look at Tony, uh, my young friend, who's been a host to this show for 16 years now. I I never see him as aging. Okay, <laughs> I, I see him as getting better at what he does. But um, it's it's really kind of a neat thing to just sit at my age, whatever that is, really. Old. Wow. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. But you still love me, and, so, I, and I yeah, appreciate I do. that. And this is an Evergreen Podcast production, by the way, because we are <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by... Whatever that means. American with Disabilities Act, ADA. But uh, no, it's, it's for, for me, it's, it's interesting because I look at... Um, the people that are in my life and I never see them as aging is that and, and Stuart I, perhaps it's it's like that with you I remember when you started racing and uh you've been remarkable from the get-go um and 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 so has Thad Duvall and Josh Strang and Chris but it's 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 fascinating because our heroes really never do age would you agree with that I guess yeah definitely and, and, you know, the only time I think that people get old is whenever they let themselves get old. I mean, that's, that's just the way, that's the way that I see it. Like, I I mean, my grandpa, who was well into his 80s, still goes to the gym every day and keeps up with himself and <laughs> runs around the same that I can remember as a child, and he hasn't changed a bit. That's cool. And then you see other you see other people you know even your other grandparents that are, that that they start getting old, and you know obviously with age comes bad health and some other things. But even during bad health, he never you know my grandpa, my dad's dad never let himself get weak. He was never going to be he was never going to be beat. Still do this same way. I've got about a minute left in the program. We gotta we gotta wrap it up. But I wanted to ask you when we first had you on the spring after your win in uh, Florida um, when you won the opening round of the GNCC we talked about race management and race strategy and you said that that was the biggest thing that Caleb Russell has going for him is he's really good at, at managing his race um, and, and you said that's that was a goal of yours to work on and, and I'm sorry we only have a minute for you to answer but how's that going are you um, have you have you changed your program it's tough um, you know, I, I mean, this week I thought that I managed it exactly the way that it needed to be done. I, I, I led when I needed to lead and I had a, I had a lapper. I got into it with a lapper and I crashed and it, it, was, it allowed him to close up the gap. And then, uh, we were on a split line and I, I, he had the lead coming into the section, but I think I had the pass made and, um, got into it with another lapper and, you know, there's things that are just out of your control. So, um, you know, it's still tough. Like Caleb was in the right position. He put himself right in the right position. When I made my break, um, and I tried to gap him, he was able to run with me, not where I was faster, but where he was faster. He didn't try to overwork it in the sections where he didn't do as well. He made his time up where he knew he was strong. And, um, you know, I think there's certain weekends to where my, my strategies, I I'm getting better, but Caleb, is still very consistent and very strong with his strategy. So that's the answer I can give. Great answer and great way to end the show. Stuart Baylor has been our guest on Pit Pass. Thank you, Stu. 
problem. God bless you, bud. And uh, continued success, by the way. Uh, for all of us at Pit Pass, we appreciate you tuning in and listening each and every week. We truly do. You have no idea how important it is to us. For Tony Wank, for PJ Duran, Ed Camp, I'm Scott Casper speaking. Have a good one, everybody. May I have your attention, please? Excuse me. Are you listening to me? Thank you. The preceding was an exclusive presentation of Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, a division of Pit Pass Radio LC. Any use of this copyrighted material without the express written consent of Pit Pass Radio LC is strictly prohibited. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.